Welcome to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and sitting next to me to my left is my co-host, the Prince of Pixels, Nick Wright. And today we're going to be talking about 10 viewer-recommended Game Boy games. This is a new type of format that we're trying out. Uh, this was sort of like your idea, and I thought this is not a this, this could be cool. Well, you know, hopefully, you know, we get more feedback from viewers that we could do this kind of thing more often. Yeah. But it just seemed like the perfect thing to me that uh, there was a viewer that had watched our Game Boy episode. Yeah, yeah, a couple about six months ago, we did a top ten Game Boy episode with Martin. Yeah, and he had said, "Hey, here's." 10 games you should check out so okay. yeah it was uh it was a guy on twitter his uh his handle was uh his twitter handle was uh, electric mastro 5 so shout out just, this is just for you electric mastro 5 uh you know it was nick's idea you gave us around 10 so we thought hey perfect we'll play the 10 games let's check them out because neither one of us had played any of these games i don't believe nope but yeah, this this is going to be a bit of a new thing for us. We, we've never. I've. I think I at least vaguely recall seeing some advertisements for a handful of these games. Yeah. But you know, none of these games are games that I'd ever played or would have. Like, I imagine ever would have bought. Like the penguin one, it just seemed real familiar. Just seeing that artwork. Right, right, right. And um, you know, and, and there were so many games on the Game Boy anyway. Mm -hmm. These are all ten that a lot of you probably had never heard of. Um, and we only kind of sort of remember it in the ether. It's, it, it's floating around in the ether of our memories of Game Boy games. So we're going to play all 10 games. We'll have our reactions. We took some notes down. Yeah, you took more notes than me. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried know, to take but... some notes down because I knew that some of these games are going to be instant, instantly forgettable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to at least, you know, jar memory. Like, no, oh, yeah. This no is offense, what... Electric Mastro 5. <laughs> no, 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 no offense to you at all. I mean, if these are all personal favorites of yours, you know, like we don't, we're not trying to make fun of your tastes, but some of these games just but are. It... You know, and, and and nostalgia plays a heavy factor in this too. It does, and to be fair, you know, we didn't really know what we were doing. Maybe if we had the instruction manual to kind yeah. of flip through first or something, I don't know. But it's true. A lot of these games seem really obtuse we were, up front. We just kind of jumped in and was like, "Let's figure it out." Yeah, and we did. And sometimes we figured it out pretty fast, and other times we figured it out and we we're like, "Okay, well, I don't want really to play this anymore, even though I, now I know how to and, figure it." And some games too that you know that I think are real classics, nostalgia and whatnot. That you just had to play it at the time. Yeah, and if you play it. Like, say, like, Resident Evil, like the first Resident Evil. If somebody had never played that first game and plays it, like, in this day and age with the controls, like, the way they are, you know, yeah. it's awful. Yeah, but, kind of. But if you played it back when it first was released, it was, like, the most amazing thing ever. True. You know? And Resident Evil is not necessarily a game that you can just expect to throw in for five minutes and get everything out of it. Yeah, immediately well, yeah like one of them was like a rpg and we, yeah. we just weren't in the mood to read so <laughs> no much. not really well you know we, we we tried to give each game a fair chance and I, I at one point i was like this better turn into an action rpg really <laughs> fast or this is not gonna get much more time 
and uh, you know, we and it, and it didn't. <laughs> and and I'm not an RPG fan at all. And I, I, that was part of the experiment of this episode. Is like we don't know. Like all ten of these could have been RPGs for all we know, yeah. and it could have been a real flat, boring episode. And I don't think it ended up that way. I think we got some funny, good stuff in here. But um, you know, yeah, just just that one. I think was it's not fair to that game. And, and that game was made by a pretty popular publisher too. So well, and then there was another game too, and and we'll say more when we get there. I think, but we instantly were able to figure out like, okay, this is X type of game, right? I'm I'm not feeling this right now. I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, I know which game you're talking about. <laughs> you did. You just kind of handed it over. Well, I like, like, I don't I, feel like this. I'm done with this one. You can play. <laughs> just sort of flippantly pass the controller. <laughs> like, wow, okay. Uh, I know which one you're talking about. But no, it'll be fun. We'll uh, we'll 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 kind of riff on it a little bit. And I, I on some of these games, I went to Wikipedia and was. If I had read this, and it would have been cheating because I didn't want to learn too much about the game beforehand, I, I would have been able to instantly tell us what we needed to do. But it was kind of fun, honestly, just going into it blind. Yeah, it, you know, because I had put them like on my Super NES Classic ahead of time, like really a long time ago mm-hmm. in preparation for this episode. Right. And had to like purposefully be like, don't play these games because right. I, I don't want to know ahead of time. Yeah. So, and for that, yeah. it was kind of a fun episode to do. And and if this, who knows, if we had enough fun and it goes over well enough, maybe people can, uh, I can reach out on Twitter and we can say, hey, give us, just some people give us like two or three real obscure NES games. Or hey, give us some really obscure Sega Genesis games or whatever. And we can start doing some shows like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, uh, why don't we go ahead and get things started off then, Nick? Uh, we these are in alphabetical order, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so yeah, so like I was gonna say like no particular order, but they are they're in alphabetical order. So yeah, and, and we'll, it, it was just easy that way. Yeah, and so these are in no pref, order of preference. It's just right. alphabetical. Alphabetical order. Yeah. So yeah, so we started out with Amazing Penguin. I like this game a lot. From was, Natsume, yeah. published by Natsume in uh, 1990. Yeah. And yeah, I I mean it, it, we started out on a good good start I think because it just, wait it took it took a little little bit to figure out mm-hmm. what to do, but it's it's kind of a little puzzle game and you you control this penguin with a beret yeah you know, was... for, for whatever reason he's wearing a beret I don't know but it, it was cute I like you know the graphics were cute mm-hmm. and um, it it kind of reminded me of the arcade game Pengo a little bit and not really because they're both penguins so yeah. much but i don't know just kind of pengo's more of a maze i mean this is a maze too but you 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 were only you're stuck on a line like you could only walk around on this right. line right you're on a like a grid kind of yeah, thing yeah and, and and that's actually kind of made it a little difficult cuz being only able to turn like where the intersection was, mm-hmm. you know, it's like two pixels wide, basically. Yeah. If maybe one, I don't know. Pretty much, yeah. And so you would kind of get hung up on corners. I found myself getting hung up on a corner before, yeah. And and you, it's funny because like you can play this game if it seems like a lot of different ways. Like you can you can really take your time and just clear out enemies a bunch, or yeah. or you can just fly through it. Yeah, because we found out like there there were those balls which I was figure in their bombs i don't know yeah I, I thought i equated it to fruit for some reason <laughs> we we realized you could kick them yep. at the enemies well first you like kicked and you were like hey look at that animation he's kicking yeah and i tried to kick a guy Yeah, you tried <laughs> to kick a guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious 
Yeah, and so yeah, then we figured out that you could kick those bombs or whatever, and, yeah. and it would kill the enemies. Or you could just like hit the other button, and it would just like blow it up. Right. And if you blew up, you know there there was there was something on every like north, south, east, west of like the four sides of the box. Like, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the four sides of the box, and you had to like trigger the thing on on all four sides to I guess like claim that spot. And, and it kind of revealed a pattern of yeah. or something on the other side and to so let you know. You had to fill in like every one to right. clear the board. Right. So yeah, it's like a single. It now it as the as the levels got larger, I think it did start scrolling. But yeah, uh, yeah it was it, it was I, the the games that do really really well on Game Boy. I think are those like static screen puzzle type games anyway. Yeah. And when you got clean graphics and really catchy music, you know, like the music, like right at the title yeah, screen, it was, was cute. cute. Yeah, yeah. And just I the was kinda... humming it. Nick's already can't singing the songs. <laughs> you, it, it was the one uh, song I think from all ten games where you were like humming it, like when you weren't playing it. <laughs> and that's a great sign, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, I had nothing else to do, so I'm just singing the song. Yeah, you're just humming along, and things started out really well. Some we'll of the other ones were like, "Where's the mute button?" Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like, this music's really making me anxious and depressed. I don't like this. But, yeah, you, I mean, you were talking about a couple different ways to play. I mean, you could either, like, try to, you know, get the most points by... Because we figured that once you, like, claimed a spot, if there was an enemy, like, along that edge of the mm-hmm. wall of the spot you're claiming, one of those walls, that he would, you know... Get blown off, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They they just always regenerate. Sounded dirtier than I meant it. <laughs> every time you like, <laughs> every time you killed an enemy, you know he would just regenerate after a little yeah, while. Yeah, we we so. learned pretty fast that you couldn't clear the enemy. Yeah. So there's really no point unless you're just going for a score like points that mm-hmm. you know to just keep killing enemies. And I don't recall there being a time limit of any kind, so you could just keep going. Yeah. So so finally, at one point, I was just like trying to just clear everything as fast as possible yeah and that seemed to work pretty well it did yeah you got pretty far uh, uh and i did enjoy the level five there was like a little kind of graphic that they went to the trouble of uncovering yeah. like, it was either like little tile like little patterns like little bow ties or something but yeah it, but it seemed like the fifth one it would uncover like a picture yeah and, and I, I thought it was really interesting yeah, and i thought the penguin was gonna like what was it? Rabbits. There two, were these the two, two like. Rabbits. Well, first we were like, "Oh, space rabbits!" You know, look at those rabbits. And the one rabbit looked kind of concerned toward the screen, and like you're like, "Oh, look at that penguin's got an axe. <laughs> he's gonna axe murder those he's rabbits. Wait, he's waiting for him to fall asleep. <laughs> he's gonna kill the space bunnies. He's like sitting there with an axe. Now nah, he's playing a violin. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh, that's his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> what are you seeing? <laughs> I'm seeing like he's like. <laughs> I see a cute little penguin like resting with <laughs> up against the tree or something. And look, the one looks worried. He does look a little worried. He, he looks like he's sitting there, like like he's it's sitting there, like with the axe like in his lap, and like the handle is like sticking up, like he's just waiting. Like yeah, okay. Like I'm I'm waiting for you to fall asleep, and then I'm gonna take this. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, he's playing the violin. I'm like, how could two people get so different? Like. The- <laughs> The completely, like, you know, incredibly violent axe murder versus just the violin? Like, how? Yeah, we'll definitely have to put a picture of that up. We're going to for sure throw that up. And, we and let I'll, you guys decide. Was he holding an axe? I'll kind of, like, draw in what I thought. The, the <laughs> that would be great. I would love that. Because <laughs> it was kind of like that uh, psychiatrist he drawing. Even, his eyes were like, you know, hmm. Ah, 
I just yeah. thought he was chilling and, like up against a tree. <laughs> he's just he's sitting back with like the axe in his lap, just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing violin. <laughs> he was getting ready to have a little jamboree, man. You know, this I, was I, one of my favorites. It was one of my favorites. I rated it. I gave it a B plus, and so did you. Yeah. And I think we saw eye to eye on a lot of these games. Well, and you know, it was. I kind of wanted to give it like an A minus. But at the same time, I was just kind of thinking, like, well, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a solid little game, but, you know, it's not like a AAA title or anything, so. Relatively, it was an A-minus game, I think, now. <laughs> yeah, compared to the others, oh. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it was our first game, and, like, you know, I don't want to give something such a high ranking right off the bat. Right. So, I don't, I don't know. You, I think you were ready to give it an A, and I kind of, maybe I talked you down. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Nick, an A? Come on, come on. Mario, Super Mario Land's an A. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. It's a game that I could see myself continuing to play. Say, like, I'm in a, doing a road trip, and I'm, you know, I, I could play lots of levels of that game, and just, it, you know, would be a nice little hook to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see that playing that, like, on a car trip or whatever. Felt arcadey. Mm-hmm. Felt like a little arcade. Mm-hmm. Or like, it, you know, like Pingo, like you I said. I think it, it fit well for Game Boy. Yeah, it was a, it was a good... It's, Game, Game Boy games do best when they know like their limitations, and you know just because you can do like gra- like better graphics doesn't necessarily mean you should because the sprites are too large or it bleeds into the background too much, <laughs> doesn't look good, uh, or the music's terrible. So you know everything was pretty solid. So, wh- so let's move on to the next so game. Yeah. Well, what was the next game, Nick? All right, so next game was uh, Battle Bowl from Seta, published by Seta. In 1990, also most of these games seem like they're 1990. Yeah, I, we noticed that this game was actually a two-player game. Uh, but yeah, but we weren't able to do like a link cable. So I know, like we, I picked up player two and I was like, I won't play, I won't play. And you're like, well, it's probably that makes sense because the link, Game Boy was the link, and yeah, you know so. the emulator has no way of knowing that player two is a second Game Boy or whatever. It's a shame we couldn't because there was a couple others that were two-player too. So it's a shame that we couldn't try out the two-player mode but yeah but that's okay we you know one of us could pay more attention to the details and make comments and i could take notes so if we were both playing we wouldn't have been able to do that battle bull first of all let's talk about that graphic at the beginning that was bizarre like it was like one font battle oh yeah and a trademark and then it was on the end the font too where it said battle almost looked like the battleship yeah font yeah yeah so it's like, like they could only afford like six battleship font letters and they had to go something else. And then it's like, boom. And like a big marker kind of font. <laughs> and, but like trademark was like in the middle and they had room at the end to stick it. Yeah. So like right it, off the bat, I'm like, ooh, I don't know. It just looked odd. I had to but, pick uh, at it for that. But anyway. And and it, I think, I, it'd be interesting to see what the instruction book was like for it because it definitely needed to explanation an explanation jumping yeah. in you, you jump into that game and you're like well immediately you're in a shop and you can purchase things yeah. to customize your uh you're like okay bull so, i guess yeah. so there was bulldozer like an I guess engine yeah. yeah yeah there was like engine and jump and there was like one you could just straight up buy an extra life yeah weapon the one, yeah, the one up and weapons yeah but so the, and we're and, and the thing is like the engine which immediately i'm thinking that maybe makes you go faster and then there's a jump, like, obviously, that's, you know... And they were very affordable. Yeah, and you couldn't even afford, like, the weapons. Yeah, yeah, like, engine upgrade was, like, 500, and they kind of, like, gave you 500, just just to start, like, yeah, there you, you go. Yeah, you start out 500. Um, and then, you know, we 
just died once and went back to the main menu and it gave us another 500. We're like, oh, okay. So right away, you're gonna, you, you can buy things. But then we tried to, like, we're like, we need a weapon, obviously, because we, we couldn't figure out how to kill anything. Right. It's like, oh, duh, we need a weapon. And it was like 38,000. You know, like, it was <laughs> like this really un, like, unobtainable amount right up front. Yeah. Like, what? So this is a game that we nearly played to the end, like just gave up on. Finally, because yeah, like, like I bought the jump, yeah, and I realized, okay, I'm jumping over a guy. Yeah, you were doing a good job but, staying alive. But how do I hit him? Because every time I touch somebody, crush, crush. <laughs> <laughs> it was that crush that was bleeding like against the black and, blocks in the background. And we could see like the other car, like one of them was like a beetle, like a rhinoceros. Yeah, yeah it was like insects versus bulldozers, but you're also facing the other bulldozers. They're not like on your yeah, side. Yeah, and you could see like the one, it would like knock over like a block, yeah. like, and it would like, like crumble. And yeah. so I thought, because the first time I, that we died, I think, is because he just like crushed through the wall. And yeah, and ran himself. you over. Crush! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, so I thought, well, he's got that dozer power up right right that, that and that, that makes total sense and so since i i just figured well i don't have that i've got jump so i can't do that i just assumed automatically i can't do that yeah but and you figured out you can push blocks because yes. i didn't even figure that out well yeah there was like um there were like your steel like blocks but, yeah, and then there, there were there like, were two types and like the one type that was kind of like kind of grayed out like I just automatically assumed that's like the normal block that you can't do anything with. Right. And another one had more detail. And so that's the immediate one that I tried to do something with and yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. I think you had to press a button at the same time. Yeah. Well, and I, I tried to. Oh, okay. But that one didn't react. It was like that grayish one that did mm -hmm. react. But yeah. I didn't. I think I died or something. I just didn't ever get to that point. I wonder if that dozer upgrade may, maybe like lets you push anything. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we we Nick played for a while and then died eventually, and then you know I I played and died real fast, and then oh, and it was just so slow too. Uh oh oh wow, this is slow. Uh, oh, oh my God, right off the bat, death. Like if yeah. you didn't get the engine upgrade. Oh God, it was right so off the bat. Slow. Yeah, because the little penguin game was just like flying around all over the place, and then instantly like juxtaposed to that, you know, we're just ugh, crawling. It's like oh God, this is no good. But yeah, once we got the engine, you're moving at a more acceptable pace. It's like when you're playing Pac-Man, you know, and you're yeah. you're well into Pac-Man, like many levels deep into Pac-Man, and you're going real quick. Then you have to go back to the beginning, and you're just like walk, a walk, a walk. <laughs> like, it's just no fun to play. And which is why too, like I, most people, I think like miss Pac-Man because it's automatically from the get-go faster than Pac-Man. It is faster, and some of those some arcades have those like that hack I think that makes it faster yeah, anyway. That speed hack mm -hmm. Pac-Man, yeah. Right, and then, yeah, you can't go back to Pac-Man. It's like Street Fighter when you're playing regular old Street Fighter and then you play Turbo. It's kind of tricky. It's kind of hard to yeah. go back to the old style. Yeah. So maybe that had something working against it too, but no, it was just really slow. And You are riding around a bulldozer. You can't go fast, I guess, necessarily in a bulldozer. But once we, once we kind of figured out that you could push and how to actually kill an opponent, it went from this game is just terrible, unplayable, to... Okay, well, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you and I think I cleared a stage. Yeah. Somehow, and 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 I got five thousand gold, but I still have was like well off from you know buying a missile or anything. So you know, we we were just like at that point, okay, 
this is the kind of game, like, I, we both gave it a D. <laughs> and, again, relatively speaking, maybe this is maybe more like a C. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even a C minus. It was decent enough, but it wasn't my cup of tea. You want to try? Give it another shot now that we know, or no? No, it wasn't really for me either. Um, but, again, in context, in 1990, uh, the novelty of the Game Boy was that it was mobile. So just playing anything at all that wasn't a Tiger Electronic game <laughs> was amazing. But And like we said before, though, it definitely needs an explanation, and you can't just jump in not knowing what to do. You definitely can't just jump in not knowing what to do and only having, like, two, three minutes to, to win your attention, you know? Yeah. Like, you just can't. Yeah, like, you know, like, I mean, there there's, like, your ultimate test for, like, a game right there. Like, get me hooked in 30 seconds, go. Yeah. This game is not going to do that. Well, it's like an elevator pitch, you know? You got, like, 10 seconds. You got, like, a floor or two to pitch somebody an idea. Yeah. I have a short attention span, apparently, and I just can't sit and try to make a game fun like it, it needs to be fun right away but the penguin game i mean it immediately you know it's the happy music mm -hmm. and even if you didn't quite figure it out you're it's it's seen, something about it seems interesting yeah yeah exactly yeah it was the beret i guess yeah <laughs> oh which you know a fun little thing you know we've already moved on from it but i just remembered you know that i noticed on the penguin game that he actually had like a left and right sprite that was unique that the beret kind of hung over like on the right side more than on the left side. It was like completely it, different. It wasn't just a flip of like the left and right being the exact same sprite. It's a nice touch, and it's not something you uh, you you wouldn't take that for granted. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you noticed that. That's good. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, uh, let's move on to the third game, Nick. All right, so the third one was Cosmo Tank, and was that the one that was like Cosmo Tank? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think so. And uh, Atlas was the publisher in 1990. Yeah, Atlas is a publisher that I recognize. Um, I can't... I, do they make those Dark Soul games or something? Or uh, I want to say... I, I don't know. I but. can't really think of anything right now that they did off the top of my head. But I it's, can it's picture like their logo and everything. Yeah, you know? it's definitely a name that you know you're familiar with. They made NES games and stuff yeah. too, and uh, you know it's not not like Konami or Capcom, you know, but but something you kind of recognize. Yeah, a little bit. And th this game was bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this was the game where I was like, was this "Are one we with the bugs?" Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The, the, I think maybe this was the one we had the most funny things to say about. <laughs> because the narrative of the game, I wrote down, are we bad guys in this game? Oh, yeah. What was, like, <laughs> the point was, like, you have to, like... Um, you uh, need to destroy the or the core of every planet. The, the life core yeah. of all planets. Yeah, and it's got this ominous droning beat by like music playing <laughs> in the like background your mission dun, destroy dun, dun, the life dun, core dun, of all dun. planets <laughs> like what are we the bad guys we are the bad guys i feel that way and then it was like starship troopers because you're fighting like all these bugs yeah at one point we're dun, like dun, 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 well no first there was roombas coming at you like not stop yeah. from every direction <laughs> and oh and this is the game too where like it gives you an option of training mode so you're like oh good okay so we'll kind of like learn what to do and they yeah. just it just immediately throws you into like shooting these bugs, and I'm just like, oh jeez, 
Oh jeez, it's like what's happening? This is training, and it just like puts you in. Like, is it okay? Really even, is it even like telling you what to do though? You just no, like, no. Oh, I could just run into him. Yeah, I was expecting like some kind of text to come something, up, like, something. You know, they tell me like push the A button to yeah. shoot. It just bugs are coming at me, and they're already like hitting me. <laughs> well, at first, yeah, because like. You started running from him, and you're like, oh, like, like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. And then you start shooting, and like the bullets are like just plain old, like dark rectangles. Yeah, you know? black rectangles. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you know, you're taking hits, but you're not dying. You're like, what, what is this teaching us? This is teaching us nothing. We learned to fire. That's... And then, like, it just finally ended after a certain amount of time. And, and it was just like, you, you need suck. more practice. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was pretty much like, ugh. ugh. It ranked me as E and was like, yeah. you need more practice. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, you didn't tell me anything to do. You know, like, what am I supposed to do? Thanks a lot, training mode. Give me some hints, Miyagi. <laughs> tell me something. Yeah, that, that was pretty funny right off the bat. But yeah, so we, we after your training, you know, you, you get dropped into like a planet and Roombas are attacking you from everywhere and. Yeah, there was like this gigantic spider slash yeah. centipede looking beetle thing, you know? Yeah, like he it had, had like claws or Yeah, like yeah, he had like spider legs and he's like shooting footballs at you. <laughs> like it just looked really <laughs> cheesy. Like right from the get go, I'm watching you like this, I, I think this is the game where I described I was like, I'm bored watching you. Like I don't wanna <laughs> I don't really wanna play this. But you know, you're you're going along and you're you're going into different stations and it's they they keep talking. Well, they're like destroy the bridge, and then we'll refill your life. And like it had that ominous background, and you were reading it like the text, yeah. just instinctively like a villain, you know? Yeah, because like that one, the second one we came up to was like a girl, and I was reading it still like use bombs to destroy the wall. Yeah, it is the music that that is yeah. why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You recharge your shield. <laughs> You're like, why am I reading it? Like this? <laughs> it was, yeah, it's like a girl is talking to it. Yeah. And then we realized it's because of the music. The it's way because the music of the music, was. man. It was like kind of like forcing you to feel that way. And, um, and then you went into like that cave. Yeah. And it changed into like this first person kind of view. Yeah, it goes from this um, overhead kind of view to a dungeon crawler perspective. And there's a little compass with north you know east west south yeah. and it, you know like they were all ton those games were like kind of a dime a dozen back in the day those dungeon crawlers and it's i think it's supposed to just make the graphics look better i guess there's more yeah. detail to the enemies but you know you're, you're just going through a corridor and then a bug thing would pop up and start shooting crap at you and you had a reticle and you know you're like what, what am i doing this is stupid and yeah and then you came across like that robot thing that was throwing footballs at you yeah you were like it's throwing footballs at me i'm like catch <laughs> it nick and so you uh like you just used all your bombs and yeah you just shoot a couple up. bombs yeah because you didn't and really i don't need even know like what happened i don't I well that's where we destroyed the life force <laughs> or whatever remember but, yeah i mean it gave you like but I, I couldn't even like comprehend like the text that I was reading. Oh my god! Like I didn't even know what it was saying. It was like, "Do not give energy to the life force. The life force is destroyed," or something <laughs> like that. And then, and then we didn't even know what to do. So like, we're like, "Great, now what?" Taking out the natives, destroying their planet's core. <laughs> <laughs> So you just kept going back and trying to find different ways down, like finding new corridors, you know, new hallways. Yeah, but it immediately points you south. Always ended up, yeah, to like, so you just had to exit, but 
the game became immediately confusing and more frustrating than usual. But, you know, it was like, hey, this would be kind of like what Starship Troopers would have been like if it were a game. Because it was. It was like alien planet with bugs, giant bugs chasing after you. And I finally just gave into that game. I was like, kill me, bug, kill me. Yeah. I didn't want to play it anymore. Yeah, we were done. So, I, you know, I gave that game another. This, this was, I think, the worst game we played to the point. To that point. And the graphics, I guess, for 1990 were terrible. Yeah. The the music was kind of droning and was getting on my nerves. But, yeah, I uh, I gave it a D-. minus. <laughs> you did, too, actually. You were yeah. like, yeah, D-. minus. So the graphics were pretty basic, and the music was pretty basic. And I didn't really understand why we were doing what we were doing. And, you know, I just, it, there was, like, no reason to keep playing. <laughs> so, anyway. What's our number four game, or the fourth game on our... Uh, so number four was Dexterity from SNK. Very popular. Everybody knows SNK. Yeah, SNK is very popular. 1990. Yeah. So this this game kind of gave us a little bit of hope right off the bat. So we played back-to-back kind of disappointing games. And, and it was another little puzzle game. Yeah, this was a puzzle game where you were... It took us a minute, too, because there was immediately this like, happy blob. Yeah. He's just kind of making his way across the tiles. And then there was Louie the lightning bug hanging out in the corner, and they like they were flipping the tiles. Yeah, it's kind of like flat Cubert. It yeah, Cubert's a good uh, good uh, comparison. Because yeah, you had to like every tile you had to flip over to be a different color, mm-hmm. and like those the little happy blob and what was the other thing like a bug? Yeah, yeah, Louis, it was like Louie the, light, the lightning yeah, bug. The Louis the lightning <laughs> bug guy. That yeah, they they would flip the tiles over too, kind of like you know Slick and Sam. Would change the color yeah, back. like Hubert like would do that. Hubert. Yeah, they would just mess with you. There's so like, and and uh, didn't really seem like they were out to kill you so much. Like you, you almost kind of had to kill yourself trying to get the tiles they were patrolling. Yeah, and I realized that there was a kind of a trick to. I, I didn't really exactly figure it out, but if if you had already flipped one tile over and like say like you're in a corner, mm-hmm. then. You could, and I don't know if you had to like push in that direction or if it was just flipping it over. I, I'm not exactly sure how I did it, but it would like flip over like that whole row and column, like it would, it would just flip them all over like a chain reaction. I know I saw what you were trying to do, and like that was how you had to beat certain boards because yeah, there would be like a guy standing in a row, and you couldn't just make him move because he would go on to the other side and change its color. It would make him dizzy when it would do that chain reaction, right. and you would flip it from underneath him. Would you say you got a firm control of it, or was it more like an accidental when you did it? I, I kind of felt like I think I knew how to do it, but it was still kind of accidental. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, th- <laughs> this is a game I actually declined to play <laughs> like i'm kind of done he was this. going like, i don't have to play this you don't have to play you didn't even figure it out well i got the i got the gist of it you just had to flip all the tiles over right okay you know uh it it didn't look it wasn't a bad game it's the kind of game that you it looked like it had promise it had promise and i just didn't really feel like playing it you know like it if it were keyboard i would have wanted to play it but I, I just felt like you were struggling with the controls enough to where it would frustrate me because, you know. Uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those you kind of you got the gist of kind of what it was, and you know, you just kind of knew whether you wanted to try well, it out with, or not. With the with the penguin game, I like there was like some uh, there was some uh, variety in the way the the different enemies and some of the enemies how they attacked. Yeah. 
I didn't really. It seemed like we kept getting that blob and the well, yeah, lightning like, bug guy. And the blob and the bug. I don't know if there's really any difference with them other than just the looks. I don't think they acted any differently. No, not really. They just kind of. It probably gets more. I'm sure it gets more complex as you move along. Yeah, I'm sure it does. But you know, the the uh, the penguin game. You know, like you had the little ghosty guys, and then you had the little pointy racer guys who would dash at you, yeah. and there was all there was instantly some variety. And this, it was still a tile, and you got to a point where you were actually pushing a block, even. But you know the graphics were nice. For the graphics Game Boy were good, Game. and it was that single screen type layout that I think works best for Game Boy. Right. So this is a game where if you were to get it, I would have for sure given it more time, mm-hmm. and maybe would have grown to like it. So it's a bit of a victim of just not having as much time, and uh, I was already like bored from the other two games so i was just ready to move on to the next game hoping it would be something better but you know it had happy cheerful characters for sure i mean i think it was a solid c it had some charm to it yeah i gave it a c plus you actually gave it a b minus this is one of the ones we differed on a little bit yeah yeah i i thought it was good you you really seem to want to give it a little more credit it i just i felt like it had potential Fair enough. Let's see. Um, oh, you know what? I had some facts that I kind of flip ran past. Let me see if I had one for this. Uh, let's see. Dexterity. Okay. Um, so, yeah, th- these, are the, these are the types of things that if we'd known in advance, it could have maybe made more sense to us. It says, uh, this is a game that consists of a square floor covered in seven rows and eight columns of 56 tiles in total. Uh, the goal of the game is to flip all of the light tiles into dark tiles, which we figured that out. Yeah. Um, and there's several enemies at the level that needs advance. Uh, and there are 30 rounds total, so you're not getting a great deal of levels to play. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it like resets and gets more difficult. I feel like I should go back to these other games too. Like, did we? Um, Cosmo Tank was one that we talked about, right? The Atlas game, yeah, we did. Um, is there anything even interesting to mention? No, not really. So, okay, so I didn't miss anything there. We can move on to the next one, I guess. All right, so next one was Go, Go, Tank. Go, Go, Tank. Yeah, yeah. the exclamation out of both both of the goes. Yeah. From uh, published by Electro Brain in also <laughs> 1990. Um, should, I, should I go ahead and read the uh, what I have, and then we can talk about it? Or do you want to try that first, see how it goes? Um, yeah, go ahead and read what you okay. got. Okay. A peaceful nation has been invaded by an enemy army. The tank will roll forward on its own and climb up the wall that is only a single block high. Anything taller and it will crash into it and turn around, taking damage. An airplane must be controlled in order to gather the blocks needed to climb the walls. The map is essentially a race to the top of a hill. Puzzle solving and shooting enemy tanks are part of the gameplay. That okay. That explains a little bit. Yeah. Because so that explains why Go Go Tank, you were a plane. You were a plane. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was like the biggest thing that we had trouble with. We're like, what's up with the planes? And it's supposed to be Go Go Tank. <laughs> There's no tank. I like wrote like at first I went past the tank too, and I just yeah. like flew on like to where the city was or whatever. And it's like shooting. I guess that's why the bullets weren't hitting us either. Yeah. Because it was all friendly stuff. Yeah, and because that, that's what you were like, oh, it's shooting at me, and I wrote, I just wrote tanks question mark question mark because you're a plane and you're this happy little plane with a face, and like the tank looked like it was like a little chick in an egg or something. Yeah, it, and the plane was all happy and 
But the graphics were good. But and it was cute. I like the animation too, because like the plane, like when it would turn around, it would kind of it would have like an instead of just like flip. Yeah, know, there were some frames. Right. There were some yeah, frames it, in between, it, and it would turn around. It it was, it it, cool. it, added, it looked it added a bit of fluidity to the animation. But yeah, you had like a you had like kind of a tow line. But with like a hook on the end of it, and there were like these crates on the ground, right? And you had to like fly low and like pick up a crate and drop it on the tank. It's kind of confusing if you don't know, like you didn't have an instruction manual. Because right, all you know is you start out, you're flying, so you're kind of like, whoa, I'm a tank, I'm a plane, and then the tank is shooting. And, and when you're flying too, if you don't touch anything, you just you just you ascend, just keep like going up. Yeah, you just keep going up. And so you just you kind of keep correcting yourself and keep like pushing down to like come back down a little bit. You start flying to the right, and then there's like nothing for a while. Just like, you know, terrain and boxes. Yeah. And then you eventually encounter like these turrets that are shooting and hurting you. And you crashed at one point because you're trying to get the hang <laughs> of the controls. You're like, uh, I can't shoot. And we figured out, oh, we'll pick up a crate. And you were like flinging the crate. I'm <laughs> flinging them at the turrets <laughs> instead yeah. of the tank. It's doing nothing. <laughs> the crates are exploding. You're like, I don't understand. That was the common theme of these Game Boy games. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, It's like, what? what is this? Is this how games just all were back in the day? I feel like, you know, or, or have I just gotten so much dumber as an adult? <laughs> like, you know, I'm just gone. I do think there's some of that now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, for me too, personally, I think maybe there's some of that as well. Just the the like years of adulting has just squished our brains, and we just yeah, can't comprehend this stuff anymore. You know, because I can totally see myself doing the things that when I was a kid, it was always just like, oh, "You're such an adult," you know. Yeah. Like when they try to look, oh at, yeah, like play Pac Man or something. Get this, and, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're becoming these people. people. We're totally doing that. <laughs> I'm like when I'm playing a game with Logan, and I'm like, "How do you shoot? How do you shoot?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like. Oh, you gotta press B. You're like, I don't understand. I'm scared and tired and want to lay down. Even give you a hint at what you did. Yeah. And there was another game we haven't talked oh, about yet. So many of the games too. Like you'd finish a board, and we would sit there and wait because it would be like ready, and we're like, Oh yeah, where you would have to press a button to just get to the next screen. Oh yeah, you gotta hit a button. Oh yeah, that happened to us on a bunch of times. Like there's another thing that I guess they just cleaned up over the years. Yeah, it, it would never say like. Press A to continue. I know, like, what are we thinking? It's loading or something? <laughs> it, would, it just said, ready. I'm ready. I'm waiting. Oh, I got to press a button. So, yeah. Anyway, so we farted around for a while. got f- super frustrated. And then at one point, the best we could come up with was it seemed like the tank was taking damage. Yeah, we finally noticed that. And a lot of times, too, which yeah, it kind of described in your description there, because yeah. we realized we didn't even do anything. It just it ran a into stupid the- game. I could just <laughs> fly around in a circle and win. He just kind of like fell into that pit and took damage. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. We're picking up boxes to try to drop it on the tank, our own tank, and the you know the life bar would seem to go down, and we're like, okay. So you know, we we the tank. We never saw the tank die because we it just was going so slow you know like i'm sure once the tank got near the turret or something or once it got to more steeper drops but now we now we know we were supposed to take those crates and and build like the you know help it get past obstacles yeah and when you think about it in that way it might have been more fun i don't necessarily know if that would have been my type of game it kind of reminds me of that game blast core for yeah, n64 so we never did play it correctly we never played it correctly so keep that in mind when we give when we ver- render these verdicts <laughs> like, <laughs> we didn't give it a lot of time 
um, the music started getting real repetitive and grating, and like everything that was cute about it at first just became like annoying and like ah, I still want to play this anymore. So we we kind of stopped before we even got to like what we were supposed to do. But it's not like you know like we were moving the boxes around. It's not like the tank was making it easy for us. Yeah, just accidentally missing the tank trying to hit it. You know, like you think it would like eventually climb up on something. We'd be like, oh, that's he's he's moving forward. I get it. So I don't know. But what I was going to say was, do you remember that N64 game Blast Corp? No. Where there's like a nuclear missile and it's like on a course and you're just, the whole point of the game is like you just have to clear out stuff in its way. Because if if there's just like a building left behind and the missile hits it, like boom, it blows. And that's the, so you're constantly rushing like, those kinds of games that have this, or like a Lemmings kind of game, mm-hmm. where there's there's just this in, unstoppable thing, move, object moving, and you have to just keep it alive. Right, yeah. I I've never been a big that. fan of those games. I like Lemmings. Lemmings is okay, because it's just they're just cute, and it's fun to sometimes see them die. <laughs> but, you know, in general, I've never been a big fan of those types of games anyway, so I don't even know if I would have liked this, even once I'd known. Now that I know, I doubt I'll go back and play it again anyway, because there's just so many other better games out there. So yeah, we both, I gave it a C-. minus. I think you were, a little once again, a little more forgiving. You gave it a C, because I think you just liked the graphics a little bit better and the animation. It, I could tell there was potential that we just didn't get it, mm-hmm. you know? All right, what's the next game? All right, so the next one... Oh, and th- this this next one, I just felt like just the name alone. <laughs> great Greed. Yeah, Great from Greed. Namco in 1992. So, uh, this is, I think, the newest game. So this is the newest game of the bunch. And we saw Namco, and we were, were hopeful. Like SN- the SNK game, Dexterity, we yeah. were hopeful. It's like, Namco is classic. So I'll, I'll once again go ahead and read the, like, what I wrote here. So, the game's plot deals with the protagonist whose name that the player sets. It's true. It does let you set your name. Yeah. But referred to as Sierra Sam in the game's promotional materials. Sam Sam is a resident of the real world, is transported to the fictional world of green in order to prevent Biohazard Harry, simply referred to as Biohaz in the game, from continuing to pollute green, a world of seven nations, Sam finds himself stuck in green because Microwave <laughs> brought him. <laughs> His name is Microwave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> brought him there in the first place. Um, lost her power. Oh, it's a her. Lost her power in the previous battle. Sam's adventure ranges from collecting debut records to helping to expose a corrupt politician. <laughs> so okay so yeah so this is like an rpg and we're like reading the text and it would say like the person's name first <laughs> and then it quote like whatever it was they're saying and it would be like microwave and we're like microwave but it wasn't even a person like it was like a dog it was like some sort of dog cat person like you know humanoid thing yeah you couldn't really tell what it was we got we got the group well <laughs> but there would be like no introduction now you know you would you would figure out like about like five texts later like so microwave is that person i guess you know? yeah. <laughs> like, well and then not not another thing happening too is when if when you when you have a text-based game or an rpg game and there's a lot of text and you're having to read they were only able to get four or five words on the screen yeah. at once. So, especially and, and they would, for Game Boy, because yeah. it needs to be 
it's such a small screen. So yeah, that's like you say. There's like five letter, five, well, five words. And so I was like, Nick, this is sentence. probably three a three page script in the game, but it's gonna take yeah. 150 hours to beat because it's like just one sentence out. is broken up, and it's waiting for you to hit the button to proceed a little bit, so it would like say something, <laughs> and you think that's the end of the sentence, and then you hit the button, and it says something else that. Only makes sense when you connect it with the other thing, and even then, only barely. But since it was like yeah. broken up, yeah, even then, only barely. Right. Uh, what was the one sentence that had us laughing a little bit? It was like, "I'm going to check on the acid rain." Right. Yeah. And, and I, we were like, "Okay, go check cool, on the buddy. Acid go rain. check it out, I guess." And then, like, we sat there for a moment, and then it goes. You press the button. It was like in the forest to you know, like to <laughs> right. completed the sentence. Yeah. And uh, so you know, I, I'm sure I'm sure there's the it's an RPG, so obviously it's very story heavy. We didn't have time. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this game because we we were not fair to this game. It it didn't nec- it didn't necessarily even grab us. Even it was yeah. I mean, so there much was no talking, hook to it for me. It, it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, I just want to get into it and let's see like what the meat of it's like. I don't. I'm done reading. I don't really care. Yeah. And then the dog's name was Calorie. We encountered yeah, a dog. Calorie. It was like, I love those early graphics, too, because like, I didn't really catch that it was a dog at first. Boring. Oh, there's a dog. Oh, so now she follows me. Is that a... Who's that guy? Is that... What, the dog? Oh, it's a dog. Okay, I get it. See, I saw it as like a guy going... I can see it like a skeleton. Yeah. I saw it as something else. that was the funniest thing, too, because it was like that whole axe penguin thing. Yeah. Because... Like to me, like I immediately saw this is a dog, right? And you were like, "What is that thing?" <laughs> I was like, "I thought it was a guy just going like raw, 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 raw." Then you were like, "You instantly saw what I saw. Yeah, it looked like it could have been like a, a face with like a skeleton head yeah. or something." As soon as you described it, I was like, "Oh, I see it. Yeah, okay." Well, <laughs> uh, you don't have that problem nowadays in games, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's very distinct and detailed and beautiful. Everything is beautiful. Like I can't wait to go back and even play the worst game nowadays. Well, and those stairs that were going like upstairs was just so weird from a perspective yeah. standpoint. Just because like it was like the the bottom of the stairs was like going into the wall. wall yeah. So it was just. It was like you know you've you've created a game, Nick. You you've been a part of the process, so you know you create all these assets individually. Well, yeah, and it's almost too like. They, they're, it's like, a, I want to do something like Zelda, but let's not copy Zelda too much, so let's make our stairs look different. Yeah. How can we make them look different kind of a thing? You know, you don't want to be like, look exactly like the other yeah. people have done it. And yeah, this just looked awful. It just, it was executed so sloppily. <laughs> it just felt like two separate sprites slapped on one another. Like, you get the idea. <laughs> just keep playing. It's a stair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but since, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of time, you, you, you really gave it your best. You know, and I, I'm, you know, like I, I actually put dialogue is dot 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 boring. You know, music was okay, graphics were okay. I, you know, Namco, I feel like could have done a better job. If if you're into RPGs and that's your thing is reading all that text, then maybe you might like it. But that's if not you really hate my yourself thing. that much and you want to read <laughs> that little of text on a screen at a time, by all means, give. Great greed. I love twos like, you know, it looked like a guy died on screen. You were like, am I supposed to loot his body? <laughs> no, because I was like, it's called great greed. So that guy just <laughs> fell over. So am I supposed to go rob him? <laughs> I thought that was great. That was a great line. <laughs> but anyways, you know, it's, 
I, I gave it a C. Like I, I just gave it a C because I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. I can look at this game and tell that it probably wasn't super polished. There, there were other like Final Fantasy games on Game Boy at this point. Right. I knew that there could be a good RPG on a Game Boy game, but I, I kind of felt like if you were an RPG fan, you bought this, you were probably a little disappointed. Like yeah. middle of the road, just C. Yeah. Okay. What's the next game we did? All right, this one, uh, Power Mission from VAP Incorporated. Oh, VAP Inc. VAP. Yeah, yeah. VAP Inc. Uh, yeah, this the menu alone didn't have a good beginning, like, and make well, a good first impression. And, and this was the one that, well, for starters, it's it's another one that kind of immediately started you in, like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, because like as soon as you hit start, you just have this grid. Yeah. Of like a map. And and each and it didn't even look like a very good map either because it was just like a, every square block was just like a different shade almost. For like, it was either supposed to be woods or water, I think. Yeah, like, but it was all the same shade, like you said. And it just and and even when it scrolled, it was real choppy. Yeah, and it kind of uh, hurt your eyes looking at. So it was like, what the heck am I supposed to do? But then eventually we realized... Well, let me read what the thing here says. Power Mission simulates a realistic sea battle against a powerful enemy force. Realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Select and deploy one of seven fleets and then destroy the enemy using radar missiles and various weapons. Power Mission has ten stages and the enemy gets stronger and stronger. Now, what... what To you viewers at home, like what kind of comes to your mind right off the bat? Grid, you know, a sea battle... Nick. Yeah, so pretty quickly we realize, okay, it's just battleship. It's battleship. I guess choose a spot and attack. I don't want to play battleship. I'm already done. I don't feel like playing battleship right now. Here <laughs> you, you go, Ron. You, did, you, were like, uh, you just dismissed battleship so hard. <laughs> you were not having it. And I like battleship. But I also know that board well, games but it's fine, don't translate though. super well into like NES games yeah, or Game if, Boy games. You know, yeah. If I'm playing a game, you know, you and me face to face, and you know, we put the things together. I mean, yeah. then okay, let's play some Battleship. Right, right. But, yeah, I did. This I, was yeah, it was choppy, like you said. It looked ugly. You know, you 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 went to the, you got as far as placing your ships on but even then you were like you didn't even really have the well, and it ambition so, to finish placing all the pieces it seems on so the limited that you could only go like up like five like squares and the grid was huge but yeah it looked like there's so much more mm-hmm. but you could only go up the five and but you could go left and right you could go like quite a number you could go like scroll. up and down five rows and like 800 columns <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You just kept going. It, it would scroll from left side right to side, like holy lord. So you placed all of your yeah, ships. So finally, and... I'm just like stick it here, 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 here. I don't care. <laughs> you kind of like half-heartedly fired a shot, and then that's when you just handed it over I'm, to me. I'm and dead. then I went and try. I moved a piece a couple times and was bored with it instantly and fired a couple shots. So, miss. Yeah, it, that's it's Battleship for Game Boy. Battleship for Game Boy not done well, and I know there's been Battleship for Game Boy come out. Yeah. So just get Battleship like for Game Boy for Battleship. For you know, heaven's sake, man, do yourself a favor and spend the extra 10, 15 bucks or whatever. Get just get regular Battleship. 
or get a friend and play Battleship in real life. Yeah, they make they make travel Battleship. Yeah, they do. You can if you want to go mobile, you can go with a travel <laughs> Battleship. So we that we both gave that a D, and that was the one that closest came to like an F. Like I think, like yeah. ugh, I just want to give this an F, but I'm going to be mean because <laughs> this could be somebody's favorite game. <laughs> so just not for us, not at this time. <laughs> All right. So what's the next game? All right. Next one was. Um... Oh, Tailgater from another one from Natsume, same people that did Amazing Penguin. Yeah, so we were instantly and, uh, happy again. Nineteen ninety one. So yeah, Tailgater. It, it was cute. I mean, it, it had that Natsume flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, I never knew there was such a thing until now. Yeah, <laughs> but there apparently is. They have a style. But uh, this one was a, a platformer, like a side-scrolling platformer, and mm-hmm. it, it was cute. The tail, uh, the Gator. You know, he would, uh, you know, he'd whack his tail yep. at people. It was like dogs, like these, like, soldier dogs that were marching around. And I don't know why you had beef with the soldier dogs. But I don't know. I don't know where, I don't know how those dogs learned to walk on their hind legs and carry around spears either. You would whack them with the tail. and <laughs> They were like ninja cats or something, like, flipping around. Open treasure chests and collect stuff and whatever. And there would be, like, a little power-up that if you collected enough of those, like, little scroll things or whatever they were crescent moon shaped things yeah suddenly your yeah. tail gains sonic powers or and something yeah <laughs> it was kind of like you would have like a fireball from your tail a projectile you, yeah. yeah projectile from your tail and uh, but yeah i mean it was a, a typical you know a little platformer it was, there was something it was to cute. it you know like and the the platforms were like mostly uh clouds and if you would you would kind of gradually sink through the clouds yeah so th- down a level kind of a, a neat little mechanic it's not. It's the kind of thing that's not going to frustrate you, really. It's uh, you probably beat it in a day easy, and it'd be a fun little game on a car trip for sure. You know, it's not like a not unlike a Kirby game or something where, and I think that's something too that you might have mentioned while you're playing. It's like this kind of has a Kirby feel to it a little bit. Yeah, you know, like the enemies are cute. You know, it's not too difficult and. We figured it out immediately. It's all we're asking for. Like we, oh, we get this. Yeah. This is a platformer. Okay, yeah. You jump to that. There are obviously, or... you know, we have a, a basic attack with our tail. We can jump and attack, and then oh, those treasure chests. We're probably supposed to get into those. Okay, that's clearly a bomb that blew everything up on the screen. Oh, that's clearly a key that's going to get me to the next level. And, yeah, you know. And then we went through six or seven levels, and I never once like got too bored. I could have kept playing that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. So, you know, it, it's, it was a cute little platformer character. Was main... The box was funny, though. Like, the box... <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. It's a very, like, cartoony game, and the box is, like, kind of a realistic-looking gator with, like, boots or something on. It was yeah. it was just kind of odd-looking. It, it reco- Like, you know what it reminded me of was, you know, like, Frogger? Yeah. You know, Frogger's this, like, little pixel frog, but in the art, like, he's kind of, like, you know, this it kinda, realistic looking frog. It kind of reminded me more of like, you know, like a Mega Man game. Oh, God. Where Mega Man, <laughs> you know, is very kind of cartoony. Yeah. And even like, you know, the, the Japanese artwork of Mega Man, you know, very cartoony, big, right. big eyes and everything. But mm-hmm. on the North American box art, you know, it had to be realistic. He's like a realistic looking, like weird looking guy, you know. I love that they still put boots on him, though. <laughs> like he was like this <laughs> realistic alligator with still wearing boots. Yeah. So, you know, and I don't, I don't think we need the description like what it was supposed to be because we got it. We instantly got it and uh, we both gave it a B plus. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. So that that's another recommend. Like we, yeah. we agree with this recommendation. You can you could pick up um, 
you know, at least we'll, when we get to the end, I guess we'll go through our rec- our recommends. Like, do we agree with these recommendations or not? Yeah. You know, we're, as thankful as we are, is like to take your time. Like, oh, these are ten games you should check out, or maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll see if we agree. And I guess you guys could already kind of tell whether or not we agreed with some of these, just from our grades. <laughs> but yeah, Tailgater, you know, it's real basic and cute, and uh, it's above average, above par on every level. Mm. Not excellent, but certainly above par. Okay, what's the next game? Uh, Tracks from Hal Labs, which mm. that maybe sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, in 1991. Yeah, of course, Hal Labs. Uh, th- this is a game that came out prior to what was probably their biggest hit was uh, Kirby. Yeah, and uh, you know, Hal Hal had done some de- lots of development for in- the NES too. Uh, back, you know, like in their first games, like some of their Black Box games, Black Box games, Hal had a hand in programming some of those. Mm-hmm. So Hal was for sure a name that I recognized. But this, it was like a. What did I say? This was a mix of it was like a mix of Zevius and River Raid. Zevius and River Raid, right? Because yeah, there there would be like these little fuel canisters. Because mm. as soon as I realized that that was fuel and and it filled up my fuel, I was like, oh yeah, because River Raid. That was like the whole thing was like you're shooting everybody, but you're running out of fuel, so you had to get more. Well, I noticed you were taking damage, but you weren't dying, and then. You grab that gas can, and then that line went immediately up. You're like, oh, okay. So even if you're not taking damage, you're going through gas. You know, I just thought of something that uh, I should have tried to hit, like, the select or start button. Because, you know, there was, like, the one button shoots, and the other button would rotate the turret oh, you think maybe around that would... counterclockwise. I wonder, like toggle it? I wonder if maybe select might have rotated the other way. There has to be. There has to be, I think, a, a way to rotate both directions. Because mm-hmm. that's all we were ever doing was rotating around like clockwise. I instinctually tried to press like a directional button and then sh- the rotate button. But obviously, but those directional just, just makes you move. Yeah, that'll move you up, down, left, But I didn't right. think of select. But uh, yeah, now that I'm talking about it, I I bet one of the either... Start or select, you know, one's going to probably start paused. And pause select start, maybe yeah. might have done that. That might have been helpful because, yeah, you, you had to rotate the turret in a There complete... was a number of times where I hit the button too many times, mm-hmm. and so I, I overshot what I was trying to shoot, and yeah. I had to go around again. But I like this game because, like, you know, the instantly the graphics are pretty pleasing to the eye. The animations are good. I liked when you would take a shot, like your the cannon like top part would just kind of like go back like yeah. you know, to to you know, denote like some little, sort of force. Little smoke animation. Yeah, a little smoke animation. And we noticed you you got plenty of power ups, which was interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like Contra with the power It was. Ups. It was like Contra with power ups. Had like the spread shot and different My, things. Your, I think your comparison of Xevious and River Raid's better than what I I to me like it reminded me of like a Jackal game. Because um, you do have the cannon that rotates, but it rotates like with kind of the way you're moving. But you know, but yeah, you're going like from bottom to top, and um, you know, there's just plenty of enemies coming at you. Can ex- you can pretty much blow up anything in your way. Yeah, because there'd be like little buildings around, and you could shoot all those too. Yeah, and there's just stuff that's not even attacking you. You could ex- you could blow up. Which is kind of what made me think of like Xevious. Mm-hmm. You could shoot like the, those little bombs. You that could drop like your bombs down. down. Yep. Yeah. There's no need for you to do that. Maybe for points, I guess. Yeah. But the another thing I really enjoyed was the the bosses were really big and 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 like like I can't say colorful because it's like you know multiple palettes it's, of it's gray. It's Game Boy. It's yeah. monochrome. But um, there was a lot of movement. You know, like the one point there was a big dragon boss, and you're like, doesn't that remind oh, you? Oh yeah, of- it was like the Mega Man Two dragon. 
instantly I thought like of that the, too. from the first Dr. Wily. Yeah, and stage. that dragon's like for like a profile perspective or whatever. And this one was like pointed down, but like yeah. it had that look, it, mechanical it look like to it. it. Yeah. And there, like there were boxing gloves. At one point there was a helicopter that kind of came down and it had boxing gloves and it would like whip its rotor at you as oh, an attack. Yeah. <laughs> and it was real weird. Like it was, it was. I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't was realistic. Like that, that other, it was, like, uh, it was like the Iron Giant kind of thing that he was like tripping and falling over on you. Big, huge bosses. Yeah. Pretty, pretty ambitious for a Game Boy game. Yeah, it was cool. I liked that. I, I liked Tracks too. Tracks had up. lots of potential. Um, we gave, we both gave this one a B plus also. Yeah, that was good. It was it's fun. it's the kind of game where you could just probably beat it in a setting and then just continue to beat it because you know it's you had a good time. Mm-hmm. And if you had a fun time, then that's, you know, and I felt like you got good value for your lives, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there wasn't a terrible amount of slowdown for all the stuff that was going on. Um, so that, that was fun. And again, instantly, we got it. Mm-hmm. Ro- you rotate your turret, you got a fire like, shot. All right, I shoot things. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, doesn't really require any explanation. All right, well, that takes us to our 10th and final game, which was Tumble Pop by Data East in 1991. Yeah, Data East is um, a game. They they make arcades, and this actually was bad an arcade. Bad bad dudes, RoboCop. Yeah. Um. So arcades that aren't great, but notable, like yeah, like I mean, you know, recognizable, but maybe not the best. It's like your classic double A title. Remember, you know, like nowadays you have triple A and indie games. Yeah. That's yeah. There's no in between. Like, there's no acclaims or Sunsofts or Data Easts anymore. They're yeah. just, you know, these companies would, you know, what their stick was. We'll we'll buy a license. We'll put out a game. It's not the best game in the world, but you'll enjoy it enough. <laughs> and maybe there's a reason why they're not around anymore. Like, I kind of like having either the AAA title they put a lot of money in and effort, or the indie game that's like get, been given lots of love and it's really high quality too. Not not a huge team of developers. It's yeah. So wait, you say team. Sunsoft, and there was one of the games. Was it Go Go Tank? It's it's this uh Suns this this game Tumble Pop. Oh okay, it was Tumble Pop. Yeah it, yeah, because I I knew like it, one of Sunsoft them. Sunsoft was on Sunsoft the title Sunsoft screen. On the yeah. Title, yeah yeah. This is one of those like I guess Sunsoft uh, published it. Okay. And Data East. Uh, yeah, I guess developed yeah. What one was the developer and one publisher? Yeah. Sorry to throw you off, Nick. Um, but yeah, two classic double A title makers cl- like coming together to this tumble pop game. But so I mentioned Data East because like they were kind of known for arcades, and there were plenty of ports on like the portables and the NES. And this was, believe it or not, an arcade port. <laughs> I never saw this game in the arcades. Yeah, I'm not familiar but, with it. So how would you best describe Tumble Pop? With a name like Tumble Pop, you don't really know what to expect. It was like, you know, I've never even played Luigi's Mansion, which people probably get on me for. But mm. um, yeah, okay. it, it, it seemed like that to me, because the, the guy, he had like a, like a vacuum cleaner on his back. That vacuum cleaner was straight up Luigi's and, Mansion. And he would suck up ghosts. And it would shoot out like a star that would spin, which was like their soul. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, well, but, that's what it looked seemed like. Yeah. Well, because I mean, it had a face on it. It had know? an <laughs> agonizing face. Yeah. And so when that would hit like a wall or something, because it would just kind of roll along until yeah. it hit something. Until it eventually crashed. Into and something. then it would turn into like a letter. A or letter. Something. And so we were trying to like spell out tumble pop. 
Yeah, you kind of quickly learned that, oh, I'm supposed to spell tumble pop because there's tumble pop down below yeah. and they're kind of grayed it's out. And when you picked in. up a letter that would fill in like like hangman yeah. or something. Yeah. And so like I kind of I kind of enjoy that hook to it, it in a way. It was, you know, the graphics were nice. The graphics it, were okay. It yeah. seemed fun enough. The guy just moves so slow. That's the big problem. Yeah. This is another one of those games that had like it started you out like on an overworld type map. And everything was pointing to go into it. And, yeah. you know, like there was like a tent and a, there was a shop and there were there was a skate icon. Now, we, we saw the skate icon pop up for like flashes of a few seconds here and there. But yeah, we were so never I, able to get it. Yeah. So I'm thinking that would have made you go faster, which I really wish I got that. I played Bomberman enough times to, to know that that's yeah. kind of like what makes you speed up. But, you know, the funny thing about like that overhead map was like. Like you said, every single building had that arrow pointing at it. It was so it. busy and confusing. There's like an arrow pointing at every building. Yeah. Here's the castle. Here's the tent. Here's the shop. Like, like you couldn't tell. Like, well, it's a building there, so I'll go to it. I mean, this one says shop. Okay, I get it. It's yeah. a shop. I don't need the arrow pointing. I mean, if, you know, if everything's broken up into a grid, yeah. it took up an entire like tile just to have an arrow pointing at it. Yeah, you're right. Just so that was taking up tons of space, just as it so, was. It just seemed odd. It wasn't laid out very well. Um, so there, there were some ideas they had, and they just put it, they slapped it together. And you, you know, once you went into like a place, then you had a Super Mario kind of grid. You know, like there's little lines, and you had to clearly pass that level to go past it, and then right. go to the next one. And that, that was how you kind of like played. how Mario three started that out yeah yeah that's kind of what i meant super mario 3 Mm -hmm. so and you know we we beat a level or two and yeah and you had a you had like a time limit and there was ways to collect some little watches that that was the weird thing too is like i thought i was gonna die when i hadn't spelled out tumble pop i needed one more oh yeah we were very stressed because it was random the letters were dropped randomly one more letter there's like a little like invisible guy walking and then there's like a fire head and then there's like it's so random if you got one letter too that had like multiple you know that letter appeared multiple times yeah it would fill them all in yeah yeah, I thought that was strange. Like, oh, bonus, okay. Yeah, that's that's why I was reminded of like you know Hangman because that's the kind of thing you would do in Hangman. Like you just filled them all in. Oh, you're like, oh, okay, but, but that O is that last letter yeah, that we couldn't like, get. We can't get the O. It just kept throwing up like you know M U T. Yeah. No, give me an O. And to make things o. worse is you would suck in and it would push out the soul and it would and it would just keep have, going. Yeah, and you'd have to go chase it. Like, oh, it yeah. might be the O. It might be the O, but and, you don't know. And, and you're kind of getting your out. Yeah. yeah, and at one point the no appeared, but you died like right at that time. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this game's trolling us. <laughs> and so then uh, time did run out, yeah. and you cleared the stage. Cleared stage. Oh, huh? Okay. Yeah. And then when we actually filled in the letters, cleared, cleared stage. stage. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Oh, it's like, can we lose? Like, uh, other than just dying, I guess. Yeah. So that was a little strange. I didn't really understand that either. So I, I think because of that, there there was just it again potential. Yeah. The game has potential. And now that we know that that little roller skate icon appears, and so we went into the shop, and the roller skate was an item you could buy, but we had no money because <laughs> we oh, died. There was like zero gold. Yeah, <laughs> it was like 500 gold, please. And you're like, zero. Like, I just died. I don't have any. So you know how games back in the days, you really, you had one life to play with, and if you died, you started over. Yeah. I guess this is one of those games. 
So the, the game has potential. The graphics were big. So, I mean, you know, I think it was a solid B. Yeah, we, we both gave it a B. Like, you know what? This this game, I see what it's... I understand what it's doing. You know, it maybe isn't the greatest, but so what? You know, it's a game. What a game? What do you expect? Yeah. And and that brings us to the end. You know, we those are the 10 games. Uh, we'll have some video to, to share along, you know, with, I may play it behind us or I may actually have some clips. Cause you know, like I recorded audio while we played it. So it seems like a shame not to use that. So, mm. you know, I'm not sure how I'll put it together, but it'll be there for you guys to watch and enjoy. Um, shout out to electric Mastro five. Yeah, man, we really appreciate your support. Thanks for, you know, giving us that advice. You didn't have to take the time to, you know, not only say, hey, the video is nice, but hey, here's 10 games that I personally think are good enough games, yeah. you know? So, you know, for that reason, I was, like, trying to keep that in mind. I'm judging maybe some of these games a little harshly, but, you know, it, we Nick and I both, we admit off the top, you know, nostalgia and time are a big factor. Yeah. These games could have all been, like, you know, Amazing Penguin could have been a masterpiece, and these other games were certainly playable. But if we're just quickly going through, if I had to recommend any of these games, I would for sure recommend Amazing Penguin. Like, I would buy Amazing Penguin if I saw it, like, in a trade shop or show or something like that. Yeah. Like, that, that was a fun game. I wouldn't mind owning that. And Tracks. I mean, that, that was a fun little game. Yeah. Tr- Tailgater. Tailgater and Amazing Penguin are the two, the two Natsume games, I think, are the two that I and would recommend. Go Go Tank could definitely use another try. Go Go Tank deserves another try just because we weren't playing it right, but you know Battle Bull maybe could use another try. Uh, but you know Cosmo Tank I wasn't into at all. Um, just just too too trying to do too much I guess and not doing enough of it well. Yeah. Dexterity is a game that you know Nick enjoyed enough maybe to give it a light recommend I guess. Yeah. You know, um, Great Greed. Pass unless you're just the diehardest of RPG fans, really. And I, I can recognize some quality in an RPG game. I would imagine. Power mission only if you're a hardcore battleship. battleship. Yeah, if you're hard up for battleship and you can't find the regular battleship game and you see it on in a bargain bin or something, maybe pick it up. But Nick clearly wasn't having it, and <laughs> it it was so janky and not very user friendly. I I couldn't even defend it you know i was like you know it's no fun to play and you know tumble pop i give a light recommend because now that we know you can move a bit faster because we were both like ugh, so slow but we we know that there's more than likely a way to speed that up there's potential there's potential to that so you know that's that's been our 10 uh and i hope you guys enjoyed this not really our 10 it was electric no no yeah yeah that that was electric uh electric master of five we we know your real name but we're not gonna say it that that was his 10 that was that was his 10 and you know i had fun with it i I, I, probably to be more specific his 10 of lesser known titles yeah you know i'm sure i mean i think he specifically you know was going for the lesser knowns yes he definitely was now i like looking at 10 i like looking at lists and one a popular list is like Diamonds in the Rough, yeah. 10 games you may not have played. And, you know, getting us to play 10 games, I think I found at least one game in that 10 that I became a fan of. Yeah. So, you know, to be fair. Very cool. I really appreciate the suggestions to try those out. I think what we'll do in the future, too, is we'll, we'll try to get some suggestions from you guys out there on Twitter or from, you know, comments in the video on YouTube. I mean, you know, if you leave a comment like, hey, you got to try these, this game. 
or uh, what I'll do is I'll say, hey, give us some suggestions for NES, or hey, give us some suggestions for Sega Genesis. Yeah, just like throw out a system and here's yeah. a, here's a system, go. And what Nick and I'll do is eventually we'll 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 take ten of those suggestions, you know. And if you want to go to the trouble of put a whole ten together for us, by all means, go ahead. But I'd like to collect a, a ten games that look like they might be. You know, if one of them is an RPG, like don't don't recommend an RPG because we're just not going to give it any time, <laughs> more than likely, unless it's an action RPG. I mean, re- recommend whatever you want, but probably I, I would I would say recommend it, but d- don't, don't expect us to play it. Don't if... don't recommend the the ones that it's just such a well known that like this is the best game on the Super Nintendo or you know whatever because yeah. obviously you know we obviously we've already loved the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, you know yeah. so. We love the thought of the unknown games. Yeah. I love it too because there were so many there, there were so many games to come out for the NES and the Game Boy that there's just no way I was going to be able to get around to them all back then. Now we have emulation; we can play anything we want to play nowadays. Right. So it's a great, great time to go back and and play some of these hidden gems. But I, I, you know, I mean, I would say if there's like a lesser known RPG that they just love, well, they can recommend it, but just know that we may not love it. Good point. Good point, Nick. I don't want to. I don't want to disparage somebody out there who's like, yeah, yeah. You, I know you guys aren't huge RPG fans, but you gotta and, try this game. You know, like if there's a sports game like they recommend, maybe you might like it, but I yeah. probably would. That's that's a good point. Big Geek Podcast is uh you is available in two formats. Uh, we have the video format, which is you know on YouTube, which is uh, youtubecom Geek. Um, and we also are available on your uh, audio formats, audio only, because not everybody has time to sit down in front of their computer or their phone. You know, or, you know, you, you can watch it in chunks, but we it's sometimes just more digestible to listen to. So you can find us on, you know, iTunes and and Spotify and Google Play and pretty much all of the you know major services out there. You can just do a search for BitGeek Podcast, or we're, we're available there. Um, if you do find us there, one thing that I would ask that if you wouldn't mind, if you like us and you want to give us a rating, or even, even if you want to rate us poorly, that's cool too, I guess. But <laughs> we would really appreciate it if you gave us a, a high rating, left a review because it helps new people find the uh, show, help us build an audience. Um, because right now, uh, our audience is way bigger on YouTube, like way, way bigger as far as like downloads and stuff go. Like we get way more audience uh, participation, you know, on YouTube. Like if somebody listens in an audio, like we have no idea. Right. <laughs> um, you can find us uh, social media. I'm, I'm at Ron Avis. Uh, Nick's at, at Nicholas J. Wright. Nicholas J. Wright. And you want to spell that out because it may not. It, it's with a K. N-I-C-K-O-L-A-S and J-W-R-I-G-H-T. Good. And uh, we're also available um, just Big Geek Podcast. You can just find us at Big Geek Podcast. I uh, started up a Twitter account just for the show uh, about three, four weeks ago. And we're like already like well over 500 followers. So thank you so much, guys, for being so uh, supportive on Twitter, man. Just I've been blown away like how many people we've picked up so fast on Twitter. I've been doing Twitter wrong, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like I've got personally like 50 or so followers, but like the show has been getting many. Yeah, cool. We've been followed by Pennywise the Clown. I found much fun. is hilarious. I was just as a quick aside. Uh, it was a Saturday and uh, I was just kind of eating a bowl of cereal and I was like, oh, you know, Saturday. I miss, this is the day for cartoons and a bowl of cereal. And then Pennywise like replies and he goes, hi. <laughs> or no, he just goes, good morning. 
And I was like, what the hell? So like I look at like the Twitter and it's like it seemed like Pennywise's account. Like there are all these like tweets about him like filming crap like in because they're filming part two of it and i was like this is so cool and so scary at the same time (laughs) you know thanks so much for you know supporting us there and by the way when you know we have a new episode that's coming out that's where you can find out for sure like i'll try to get out uh on thursdays is when we usually publish new shows thursday mornings uh, but we don't always, you know, get to do it every Thursday because Nick and I have, you know, full-time jobs and a family, and it's just we can't record every single week, unfortunately. Uh, so we, sorry, we haven't been on for a couple weeks. Um, but you know, you'll you'll know from the Twitter page, like you know, like if you're like, wonder what's going on with those guys, you check out whether or not I'll put up there if we're gonna have a new show or not. And, and we have some random gameplay videos and stuff that you can check out on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Like I just did one recently for. Uh, PSVR, the Firewall Zero Hour game. It's a lot of fun. Check that out if you don't mind. And, and you know, give us some feedback on that. Uh, we also have a Facebook page that Nick kindly maintains. Uh, since we do have the two types of formats, video and audio, uh, occasionally we'll have some sort of visual cue or reference in the video that you can't appreciate in audio. So Nick will go on the Facebook page, which is The BitGeeks, just facebook.com slash TheBitGeeks. And you've already posted a lot of like really nicely organized galleries. Yeah, uh, you know, um, just a lot. Of, like the if an episode, you know, it kind of leans towards needing you know pictures to kind of show off things that uh, you know we talk about. Then I'll have like a a, a folder like for each, for that particular episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then it, I've got quite a collection now. Yeah, and, and one example of that was when we were talking about board games. You went and like did a lot of. Oh uh, uh, yeah, it took a lot because you know we could, didn't have those here to like show off, and so I went and took a bunch of pictures of those board games. So yeah, that's a good example. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, check us out there. Jeez, uh, I don't think there's anything else really that people can follow us at. Thanks for watching the show. But for this week's, I've been your host Ron Avis, and I'm Nick Wright. See you next time. <laughs>